Okay. <laughs> so I guess, like, I would like to make a little statement about how racism is dumb. And how Trump's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Somebody should kick his teeth in. Yeah. Trump's a douchebag. Racism is dumb. Yeah. And it really and is. fuck cops. Yeah. And fuck, fuck Trump. Yeah. I mean, it's rooted in the system, too. Like, yeah. It's not just people, oh, you're black. I hate yeah. you. Nah, there's laws that were made. Yeah. That, like, fuck with people. And then now cops are killing people still. So. And people are complaining about uh, store windows getting broken. Yeah. It's like, stop. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe have cops stop killing people. Yeah. That's a good start. Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael. Episode 4. So, uh, this episode is focused around black creators. What episode is this? Four? That sounds like the right number. Okay. <laughs> We're on episode four. Uh, the comic we went on, or went with this time, was The Banks, out on TKO, which I hadn't read much from TKO. Yeah, they're, I think they're a fairly new... Uh, publication um from what i can tell they they like it's a lot of like short six uh six issue runs by just whoever oh, okay. guys uh like i know uh jeff lemire has um a book out on tko that's supposed to be really good i just heard a lot of good things about tko in general this one was written by roxanne gay and art by mean doyle mm-hmm the idea of the book is generational professional thieves. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked it. Um, it's a grandma, a mom, and a daughter. Yeah. Basically. Yep. And I was hoping when I first like went over the premise of it, I was hoping it would be more of a focus on those three, and it's like just constant heists and mm-hmm. all of the fun adventures that come with heist stories. But it turned out to be a little bit different. There's still heists yeah. and stuff, but it's more of a story about uh, their family dynamic. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and how the father started it, mm-hmm. or the grandfather, I guess. Yeah, and fell in love with the grandma, and then passed the trade on while he got hosed. Yeah, basically. There's it, the writing, or the dialogue, I should say specifically, was stiff. You thought it was stiff? I thought it was a little stiff. Yeah? Like, there's a lot of interactions, especially in the earlier issues, that didn't feel natural. Yeah. Like, the wording didn't feel like some how people talk. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see a little of that. But, I don't know. Uh, overall, though, like, she did a really good job just, like, building these characters. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I particularly liked... Uh, the grandma. Me too! <laughs> she is so awesome because she's constantly complaining. And at one point, she had a I'm too old for this shit moment, which won me over immediately. <laughs> she's just a sassy old lady. Yeah, she is fucking awesome. <laughs> and and another uh, thing I like to point out is um, there's a lot of 
diversity going on within this particular book but like it's done in a way where it's it doesn't like flaunt it where where it's like hey look look at this look at this yeah no it's just in it yeah it's just because it's that's real life that's life exactly yeah, yeah. uh yeah it's, it's presenting diversity in real life um as it should be i know um uh with marvel when they did that i don't know uh, i don't know if it was marvel now or whatever fresh star i think it was marvel now where um they were introducing a lot of um diversity in the comics and a lot of it i felt like i mean fine but it was done in a really cringy way where they would bring attention to hey look the words of female now and um there i think there's one moment where it's like she was fighting uh, a female villain and decided to stop because they're both female and they don't need to do this right now okay i was like let's no, it's not realistic. Right. And, well, one interesting thing that I didn't really understand. Um, well, the book moves kind of quick anyway. Yeah. But there was, for the daughter, she was born from a mother who's gay. Mm-hmm. Who decided to get pregnant somehow, they don't explain it, by a gay man. Yeah. Right? But you don't really, and they both wanted kids. That's why they right. decided to do this dynamic. And it worked for them, and it sounds fine. Right. But how, where was he? Like, he obviously wanted a kid, but he wasn't in yeah, the story at all. He, he just, like. Just kind of disappeared. Yeah. And wasn't really. And admittedly, yeah, he wasn't integral to the, the plot, plot that no. we were reading. Right. It was just, it was like, well. If I he... mean, it could be that he knew what was going on with the family, with the thieving and whatnot, and decided, you know, he's not going to be a part of that right so and since the book is based around thieving right he wouldn't be there true so maybe maybe if they were just having a picnic and not talking about stealing shit he would be there yeah, yeah, yeah. Be. another reason why i like granny uh yaya i believe yeah. is what she's nicknamed is because she uh, is your more traditional if that's even i don't know thief yeah. It's like, I had to do it this way with lockpicks. And, <laughs> and then the the, the, the the granddaughter is like, no, I got all this computer stuff that I right. have to do. Which, like, I just tried to, to not look too deep into it. Because that's not how a lot of that stuff yeah. would work. Yeah. But it's, and then she smacks the granddaughter in the head. <laughs> like, shut up. Shut up. The conversation they had about Bitcoins. It's yes. like, I don't even know what Bitcoins are. It's like, oh. You should sell your bitcoins because they're stealing. They're going to steal from this super rich guy mm-hmm. who she's an investment banker. The granddaughter is an investment banker. Right. And there's a whole narrative with investment bankers being horrible people. Right. And the worst of all thieves. So there's this an account with the super rich guy who apparently has ties with this Russian guy who killed the grandfather. Right. So that's the shtick. And she told him that he should sell bitcoins for water futures. <laughs> which is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I don't think... I, <laughs> like... I, I actually don't know what water futures are. 
It's, what, what is that? It's uh, stock-related stuff, commodities. And it's my understanding futures are um, what... Ah, fuck. Is it? Is it Which, what mean, it's expected to be? Okay, so so she convinced him wise? to to bet on <laughs> bet on water being a commodity because people are terrible. I yes, I guess. <laughs> and yeah, so he's going to be a terrible person because other people are terrible, and that will make him rich. Yeah. Right. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. And that I mean all all the boardroom people at the investment bankers and then the Russian guy and this other guy, they're all horrible people, yeah. really. Because the investment bankers are super they're like rapey. They're rapey. Yeah. They're fucking gross. Ugh. It's like, ooh, let me put my hand on your leg. Like, Let's mix business with pleasure. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And, and, and yeah, like I guess like the the president of the firm like li- literally like pimps her out. Yes, literally. Yeah. Go to his house for this quote unquote meeting. Right. You're gross, dude. Yeah. And what's like I appreciate that it was put in the book because that shit definitely happened back in the day and still does. Yeah. Just they try to be more sneaky about it. Now. Right. It's gross. It, there's <laughs> a lot of gross things yeah. that that just yeah. Well, and she um. With further modern life commentary or modern era commentary, she got passed over on the promotion. Yeah, on early the, on, on in making partner. Yeah. yeah, and she, she was shown as busting her ass, put it in extra hours. Yeah, seventy hours a week. Yeah, and she even late. said she has to work double what you have to work to her boyfriend, her right. white boyfriend, just to make a name, and then she got passed over. So yeah, there's a lot of social commentary in this book, right? About LGBTQ stuff, yep. Race stuff, gender stuff. There was a joke in there too, because the pseudonym of the bad guy that they're stealing from was Dirk Johnson, <laughs> and one of the characters said, "Oh, it's so close to Dick Johnson," <laughs> and that's a joke I would make, because. Then it's Dick Dick. Yeah, yeah. And then also, Dick Dicks are adorable animals. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my head went when I saw that that whole thing happen in the comic. Uh, like, oh. Okay, so one thing that kind of bothered me about the book was kind of how it all wrapped up. It was a little too neat. Oh, absolutely. It yeah, was. It's a little too convenient. Yeah, where like you know the the detective that was uh, investigating the family, uh, I mean it all makes sense that they would she would tail them to uh, rich man's house, right? Uh, and being um, experienced thief, uh, grandma knows when they're being tailed, so yeah, she you know noticed that they're being tailed, went out and talked to uh, to the detective, and you know said granddaughter's been uh, kidnapped. And it all makes sense. It's just too convenient. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, if TKO, like you had mentioned, is typically six issues. Six issues yeah. It has pro- to wrap yeah, up. Yeah, they have to wrap it up. So yeah. it, it it was convenient, and there's a lot. Like I said, it was a fast-moving book. Yeah. So we didn't get a lot of connecting of the dots in detail. Right. 
Like, we went A to C in a lot of situations. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it, it does feel a little rushed, but... It's cohesive. It's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah you fine. can fill in the gaps just right. fine. Right. It's just they don't have the time to go into that detail. Right, I right. Guess. She also wrote, the uh, Roxanne Gay wrote that Black Panther wore... Uh, World of World Wakanda. Of Wakanda. Yeah. I would like to read that yeah. at some point, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like this well enough. I'll read more of what she's writing. Right. So, And that's just uh, that's just, just one volume so far? I think it's just six issues. Okay. Gotcha. So, little side spinoff story. Sounds good. For the album, it's Black Death by Black Death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was released in 1984. Out on Auburn Records, they're a band out of Cleveland, and they're one of the earlier all-black heavy metal bands. Yes. And that shit fucking ruled. It did rule. It, it's, uh, like, I, listening to it, like, what grabbed me the most with, was the vocalist, his range. Yes. Holy shit. Like, he does Halford. It, he yep. does King Diamond. Yep. He does Lemmy. Yep. He does it all. He does. And it's amazing. <laughs> That's what I was going to bring up. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. It feels like it could be a Judas Priest album. It doesn't sound like it. Right. Necessarily, but like the earlier Judas Priest albums yeah. have the same feel as this album. Yeah, it's like the way I would describe it is like early Judas Priest meets uh, some Motorhead and like a little sprinkle of uh, Merciful Fate. Yep, I would agree with that. Yeah. I had seen that, I want to say twice, under Black Death Resurrection, which I think was two of the original members and then some other guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, once in Chicago, and that was great. And I think the other was in Cleveland. And I had never heard of them before, but it was really good because yep. his vocal range and stage presence matches what you hear on the album that is, what, 40 ish years old now it's hard to do yeah it's fucking hard to do and he's old he's just yeah. an old and he has a wonderful hat that he <laughs> likes to wear on stage at least when i saw him those times it reminded me a little bit of like maybe a crocodile dundee hat oh yeah i don't it just i liked it i liked his hat and i like their early promo pictures I've, oh, i'm sure you've seen them circled around in the past yeah I'll post it on the social medias, too. They're fucking great. Yeah, they're fun. <laughs> it's it's heavy metal. Yep, sure is. Did you have any particular song you liked? Um, More than others, I guess. The title track. The self-titled, self-titled track. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's nine minutes long, and it's it doesn't feel like it's nine minutes long. Nope. It's, it's really fucking well done. I was going to say that also. Yeah. Also because I'm just a fan of the the triple names. Yeah. I just am. So Black Death by Black Death on Black Death. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Uh, the track after that, uh, Here Comes the Wrecking Crew. Yes. That was a great <laughs> intro. <laughs> that intro fucking ruled. And it made me so excited. And like I, I could like I've never seen the band live, but I could just imagine them them playing that little uh, little intro right before they play. It's like, yeah, that's that's the perfect yeah. way. To like start a show. I'm trying. I can't remember if they did that or not. Now. Well, they should have. I'm just gonna say they did. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. I like the. I think it was Evil 
has no fear or fear no evil oh, yeah. or something. Um, that one specifically reminded me of some sad wings, Judas Priest. Yeah. The way yeah, he's yeah. doing the vocal deliveries. Killer album. It's it's uh, There's a, definitely a lot to like. And uh, this is the first time I've heard the band, and uh, it's a pleasant surprise. Yeah. I'm, it's got to be some rights issues of why they're under Black Death Resurrection now. Um, I, I took a, a look on uh, Metal Archives, and apparently the bassist also started uh, a reunion. So there's like some okay. sort of conflict between the bassist and the guitarist. Gotcha. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I know that but, one of the guitarists of original members like passed away a couple years yeah. ago, too. So it wasn't that guy, right? No. I think he was in the band when I saw him. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I don't know what exactly, because Metal Archives, all they said was uh, the bassist started uh, a reunion thing, and uh, one of the guitarists, uh, Sticky, Sticky Spacek. Yeah, I think that. So, yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he also started one. And the one he started was um, uh, Black Death Resurrection. Gotcha. Yeah. Good album. Yeah. It's fun. Yep. And it's worth checking out. Yep. Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Fuck Trump. Yep. Fuck Trump. And stop killing black people, cops. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. Just don't be a dick. Yep. Dingus and Dongus. They mock